0: Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Ready Set Free Podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. Thank you for joining me. This is the podcast where I want you to be physically free, emotionally free, spiritually free, and financially free. And I want to thank my last week's guest, which was Andrea Morgan. She is a real estate agent extraordinaire please be sure to reach out to her um, if you have any real estate needs, again, in Georgia or in Florida. um, Click the link to get her book. She's got the Prepare for Your Property Home Buying Services book, and she's got the um, Pretty Girls Own Property. I just love that. I'm going to say that all the time. Pretty Girls Own Property. Um, So thank you guys very much for returning. I will tell you now that... This is vacation week, actually. So this is a pre-recorded episode. Well, they're all pre-recorded. This is Hmm. pre-pre-recorded. We are actually on vacation this week. So this will be probably a shorter episode. I don't have a guest here because it's not a long episode. I don't want to cheat any of the regular guests. So it's just me and guess who? Guess who's here with me, guys? Guess who's (laughs) on the microphone? (laughs) Guess his name. Do you know who I'm talking about?
1: The suspense is killing me.
0: The suspense is killing me. Guess who it is? The you know, the man with the 18,000 degrees I've given him. <laughs> so we have Orlando here with me today. He will be guest hosting with me today.
1: How you doing, Kai?
0: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm getting there.
0: <laughs> He's getting there. <laughs> um and today's topic it will it will be um we probably won't do the full hour, but I was going to um, just go over a couple things here I'm sure I've touched on some of this stuff before either in my own episode or some other episodes but we're gonna tie a little bit of it together lately thank you guys I have had a lot of interest in new clients I've actually signed several new new clients I'm very excited about that um looks like I'm getting a little bit of a niche here with some mm-hmm. younger men. I am very, imp- I'm, I am extremely impressed. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. So shout out. You've to been calling the, them out for I like know. It. I've been, you know, to my young men, my my little young protégés, hopefully. So um, I find myself having similar conversations with lots of people, not even just people that are working with me, but just people who just ask questions. Texting me or calling me or just in social media. So I was gonna go over a couple of things here today, just a whole bunch of follow-ups. Um, I have a bunch of thoughts about some follow-ups that didn't get discussed in other episodes. So this is kind of a
1: answer. Yeah, uh, uh, answer your qu- comments. Answer yeah, your questions. exactly.
0: Responses. Okay. Um. So first place I wanted to start. Um. This has been on my mind. I know we had a brief discussion in one of the episodes. I don't know where I discussed it, but we've been talking about life insurance. And you know Danny's episode was just a couple weeks ago. Danny Hernandez, shout out to Danny. Um, And we had a Stiles episode of life insurance, but I've been thinking about. I still am coming across people that unfortunately are not eligible um, to buy life insurance right now. We've already talked about everybody is not qualified. I know it seems like everybody should be, but just the truth is, everybody is not. And but. There are ways, again, that you can get life insurance, even if you can't fully qualify for a fully underwritten policy um, on your own full application process, meaning you're just going to go into a company or an agent or wherever, they're going to ask all your personal information, you're going to have to submit medical records or exams or whatever and do the full underwriting process. Um, there are, I'm going to name a couple other ways I thought about people getting life insurance. So I think already we, we talked about work. So that's number one, usually Mm -hmm. at a job, you can automatically qualify for some amount of life insurance just for being an employee. That was one, I believe we, we, maybe we talked about the banks. So if you have a bank account, a credit union account, check with them. They usually either have, um, my bank again comes with some free insurance if you just have an account there and they also have um, kind of discounted rates because it's a group rate mm-hmm. that you can also buy through your bank or through your bank accounts. Um, a couple other places I was thinking your mortgage, if you are somebody who has a mortgage, you can get it through your uh, mortgage company a lot of times'll we'll offer you a policy. there, Usually geared towards covering the mortgage itself, so they want to sometimes make themselves the beneficiary. But hey, <laughs> if the plan was to leave life insurance for your your beneficiaries or your descendants to pay off the mortgage anyway, that that will cover that base. I guess that makes
1: them. some kind of sense. Yeah, it's yeah. better
0: than nothing. Better good than point. having at least true. they won't stress over where they're living. They may still yeah. have to figure out how to bury you. Yeah. They don't have to worry about being homeless. So something is better than nothing. A couple other places I thought about recently, too, credit card companies. If you have a credit card, a lot of them, a lot of people, I always hear about people taking roadside assistance through their credit cards. A lot of times you can get roadside assistance or AAA comes with them. Sometimes you can also get life insurance through your credit card company. So there is another option.
1: What would be the... uh the safest option, I guess. I mean, I'm mean, i not saying that, you know, any of these are inherently bad options, but like for somebody who knows little or just, you know, the episodes that we went over so, what would be your advice for like the first, first beginner.
0: Yeah. I honestly would say try to go fully underwritten. Mm-hmm. So where you're going to have some type of agent, somebody you can talk to face to face. When you buy a fully underwritten policy, Typically, when you buy in group policies, you don't always get all the bells and whistles. They kind of have to make it a general for a mass of people. Mm -hmm. But when you buy individual policies, um, sometimes you'll have more options. So there may be more riders that you can purchase. And then, of course, when you buy through a a live person, you can ask questions. Um, They can explain it to you. They can help tailor it for you. Again, in my opinion, not just because I'm an agent, but it would help you understand and maybe give you more options. A lot of life insurance companies, now you can buy online. <laughs> you can go fill it out online, answer the questions. Unfortunately, not just with life insurance, with anything you buy, mm-hmm. the fine print online is not always either easy to read or easy to find. Some of it's not even easy to yeah, find.
1: Sometimes they, they give you something but it's so tiny yeah, and the, so much or, and, they still and it's so hard to read the yeah.
0: summarized version of the fine print now, the that's the thing. most irritating part yeah well this may not cover if you die in certain ways and then they put three asterisks by it right and that's the fine print well what, what does certain, certain ways? ways mean now i gotta dig even further to find a certain ways definition yeah so that's my problem with buying and i'll keep digging I'm going to find the oh, yeah. answer, but it's just, that's just frustrating when you can go to an agent possibly and, and just, just ask the question. Yeah. Or they're just going to do it in the sales um, procedure. They're just going to cover all that with you. Mm. So I would say the most thorough review you're going to get is going to be going speaking to somebody live, either on the phone or face to face. Um, but again, if you don't think you're going to qualify, you've got a pre-existing condition. You've already been turned down from another company. Um, go to the bank. Go to your credit card. Go to the mortgage companies. Um, your job. You can usually get these and don't have to go through as many hoops or have so much individual underwriting qualifications. Okay. Noted. So that was one thing. I wanted to make sure I got that out there. Yeah.
1: Hopefully we answered a few questions with that one.
0: Yes. And you can always call me. I can answer some questions for you. All right. So the next thing I'm going to talk about briefly is going to be diversifying, diversification. And I know we, I've hit this one a couple of times, and some of my guests have hit this one. I know yeah. Maurice. I remember uh, Coach Mo, um, <laughs> or Trader Mo. He's not Coach Mo. He's Trader Mo. Trader, Trader Mo. Mo. Maurice Jackson. Um, I know we talked about this a little briefly Mm -hmm. too, but now I'm going to talk overall. He talked a lot more about, um, just your investment accounts, but I'm going to say overall,
1: overall, you need to diversify your bonds.
0: Yes. (laughs) There we go. Look, look. I remember this time though. You didn't get me this time. I still don't know the song, but I I know what you're referring to. (laughs) Um, yeah, so diversifying, uh, you want to spread stuff out and you could start diversified. Mm-hmm. So that's when you have to revisit things. I could have, my diversity could be 20% of something across a spread of um, cryptocurrencies and stocks and bullion and real estate and whatever else. Right. But of course, values increase and decrease. So over a year, especially if you have cryptocurrencies in there for sure, over a year, you could be really lopsided. Yeah. My 20% cryptocurrency could be now 40% of my holdings or my land as of right now could be, you know, 25, 45% of my holdings. So there's things you just want to revisit and you want to look at, kind of balance yourself out. You don't have to be 20% in each one. They can be varied from um, sector to sector. It's whatever you're comfortable with.
1: Would you say when you when you diverse when you diversify, excuse me, you want to go with things you either have researched or have some type of knowing about? Not in terms of like, okay, I'm in a stock market, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody works for an airline, so they know a lot about the mm-hmm. airline. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for them to just dump all their money into the airlines because mm-hmm. that's what they know. How would you uh, suggest somebody go about Getting out of their their financial bubble, I guess.
0: So um, that's a good question. When I do my coaching sessions, this is something that I, we have to cover pretty early on. Uh, it, that kind of falls under people's risk tolerance mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, so you have to find out what type of investor you're going to be. So fir- first. Long-term, short-term, you know, right. how, we went over the length the time.
1: Three different types, right? In one of our episodes earlier, you said it was like...
0: A, oh, yeah, we, we made up those terms. So yeah. we had the helicopter.
1: Yeah, there we go. Someone
0: who's going to hover over and be watching and it, watch every it every couple day. seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we've got the marathoner. So that's the long run. You know, I'm going to put it here and I'm not going to check it again for two, three, four years. Right. And what do we call the middle of the road? I or think. This, or
1: we was go? it the sprinter who was like the day trader or something like that? No, I, I don't no. remember. I think
0: it was the middle of Because the they fall the road. under the helicopter. Okay. The day okay, trader okay. still going to be helicopter. Oh,
1: yeah, because you're looking at it every day. Yeah. Excuse me. Y'all. I think
0: it was the, we just said like the middle of the road yeah. or something like that. So, um, yeah, so we have got those kind of refer to the... um the mindset of the investor. So in right. and, and the time that you want to put into your investor, because some people just want to put it in, they just want to let it grow. Some people want to, to watch it all the time. But also with what you're asking is um, risk taking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you one that's very cautious and you want to research and you want to read up? Mm-hmm. When ask questions, you know
1: they say scared money, don't make money, that's what they say. Hey, well, that's, that's what they, what they say. say. I don't know about that. But that's you know
0: well, and sometimes, you know, it is all you, you can make money off of almost anything. yeah, that's true. luck sometimes comes into play with investing. <laughs> Some, sometimes it is luck. Yeah. Sometimes it's just luck and chance. Mm-hmm. right place at the right time. I all investing is not super calculated. right. Some stuff is luck and chance. Some things, we think, we project, we plan on it doing this and it does something different. So
1: Yeah, a, a perfect example. I bought AMC like two, three
0: yeah, years you ago.
1: You said that? I sold AMC two months ago because I was like, This is this is just hovering. I'm not gonna do anything. I don't even know why I bought it. Did you you see what's going on with it? Uh again. They they uh pumped the hell out of AMC. Again. To stop a short that that was that was placed on it, had I been paying just t- recently, just, just like the past two days. Oh wow! They pump. I was like, oh, I sold too early. Uh, see? but you know, it, but it was just. I mean, I I didn't make a loss, but it was just right. chance. Like, had I just been paying attention, or had I just not even noticed that? Oh, it's not going anywhere. Had I just not
0: looked? Yeah, I'd have
1: been pretty straight.
0: I, and that's what happens. I mean, yeah. you know we just i'm just completing tax season here and of course um if you guys heard cj the smart guy um i had to consult him again i had to get all my numbers together file my taxes you guys remember on the tax form this year they have the cryptocurrency question i had to actually fill out some stuff Mm -hmm. and when i was going through all my transactions i had losses i had losses now you can hear me knocking on wood knock on wood (laughs) my losses came from all of them came from disappearing sites i don't even know how to fraudulent companies or places i had invested years ago and they they
1: shut down they
0: shut down you know who knows what happened by the time i went back to them the whole website is gone so uh thankfully i get to take that as a loss on my taxes um But yeah, again, luck of the draw. At the time I invested in it, I expected it to be there. I am not a helicopter, so I was not watching it very diligently. I don't know when these went under. I I didn't even bother to research the news. I didn't put the company name in there and Google search and see if I could find if they switched. Mm. Where I invested was no longer there. And I just said, hey, it's a write off. And I just put on my taxes as a loss like you do with any other loss. Right. Uh, which is is okay with me. It offsets my gains. So I take a couple losses and I've made more than I've lost. So it's okay.
1: That's what it's about, making more than you yeah. lose.
0: So again, maybe I should have researched those more, possibly. At the yeah. time, I felt like I researched them very well. I don't think any of them, I just willy nilly just threw money into it. I've, I belong yeah. to a lot of crypto groups, I have a lot of crypto friends. You know we research researching groups and stuff like that so at the time we thought they were doing good and something happened and we lost um but yeah so definitely i would say investing in stuff that's close to you is a good idea now mm-hmm. well, depending on what we say close but um like you said if you work for a business and you feel like uh, you trust the business yeah. model. You've been there long enough.
1: You, you, understand, st- the yeah, the you business, understand the patterns yep. of the business or at least the industry exactly. that you're a part of. Yeah,
0: That would be, to me, a smart investment. And if you work there, you're probably going to get some, not kickback, but some match from the company or maybe some. Flight. Oh, yeah.
1: I got uh, I just found out I got like 50 shares of my company. Yep. There you go. I got to go try and consolidate them in one spot. But, yeah, yeah, I just found that out.
0: They love to give you their own stock as incentives. Companies yeah. love to do that. Um, also if you're in an industry, if you either, um, work in an industry overall or you're interested, if you, you know, if I'm, I'm a traveler, I like to travel when I can. So maybe I want to look into hotels cause I go to a lot of hotels mm-hmm. and I know the, this brand hotel is so much better the than that. You know, I have yeah. faith in these or, you know, I'm on their email list. So I right. see what they're doing and they share it with me. So yeah, there's those type of investors, um, yeah. it's a double-edged sword fortunate or unfortunate again i'm not just going to down it but you know i've all i've been overwhelmingly surprised at how many people have jumped into cryptocurrencies all of a sudden because <laughs> Dogecoin, yeah. dogecoin excuse me not dodge Doge yeah hey, a
1: lot of people a lot of people have made a lot of money from they that they have thing. yeah
0: know nothing about cryptocurrencies mm. took no class did nope. no research it just caught on from social media, their you. friends, and Elon Musk, <laughs> and it spread like wildfire.
1: He told you don't un- don't underestimate the power of going viral.
0: Going viral, so mm-hmm. um, I'm happy that people made money from it. The part that for me that is sad is that mm-hmm. it's kind of partially luck. I mean, you're just kind of going off of the yeah, flow. Yeah, a
1: lot of it is a good a good amount is luck yeah, that, yeah. Well, when you didn't don't know anything about the
0: industry it had no purpose and no
1: purpose and now they all are very sudden,
0: transparent that the coin is, is a shit coin basically or something like that yeah, it's no? probably i don't know i haven't checked already. i forgot i, don't even check I know it, it
1: says something over on twitter about it being it's like number
0: definitely in the top five, five, or five to 10. Yeah. yeah so but it's a shit coin <laughs> it is literally a shit coin the white paper says mm-hmm. it's a shit coin Any website you check the stats and the details of it, it says it's a shit coin. And so people are jumping into a shit coin. That actually has made them money. Yeah. With no utility.
1: I'm going to say, what was I I about to say? Oh, the um, the irony of that, though, is it really shows um, how investing works in terms of it could be a shit company. But if so many people believe in it and so many people. Yep. No matter what the company does, is it has it value in people's heads and lives behind. and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I think it's just kinda funny and ironic that like, hey, you just don't even have a purpose. But
0: that we collectively value? agree yeah. that we're giving value to has value. That's
1: yeah, that's where it has. So I I just find it funny a lot of a lot of people are looking at it like like a dollar. Like they Doubt this is ever going to happen, but they're talking about it's going to you know replace yeah. replace the dollar I know. and just be okay. and I just find it funny.
0: That would be like the wildest dream, you know. I yeah. don't know. I'm I, just not going to say. I'm just. I'm saying.
1: not giving no type of advice. I'm not saying go buy it. and <laughs> not doing none of that. I'm just saying what I'm looking values. at. Yeah, I'm just saying what I see when I when I when I'm on because you know even though I'm on social media, I'm very quiet on social media. I just read a lot of yeah. what, of what happens. Like, so it's just it's just funny to see how people have uh, gone full dive in head first it's like oh we don't really the dollar don't really have nothing behind it but we believe in it so let's believe in this and people are doing it
0: and it's like holy crap and my friend said and my cousin said and my coworkers said well how many of them have invested in crystal cryptos before first of all the answer usually is none None. or no yeah and then when you say well how what do you know about cryptocurrencies and they give you Uh it's a stock Question it's mark? Stock, yeah, though. that's how they use. It's oh, a stock. Us, it's a stock. Yeah, cryptocurrencies crypto are not a like, stock, yeah, and no. you're not buying shares. <laughs> so that is what makes my skin crawl. Yeah, they talk about, oh, I got six shares of Dogecoin. It's not a share. Yeah, it's not a stock. You guys are investing in stuff you don't even understand how it works. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. So, but you know, you can use. Congratulations. It. You can to use
1: those. it to, um, to. As an olive branch, right? right. People don't and really this- understand what crypto is. Oh, you bought this? All right. Well, let me show you what XRP might do for you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, and then it gives them a little bit more incentive because you know if they let's say they only make like a hundred dollars on Doge, whatever. You, you know, more
0: than you had, it's a win. Yeah, so and now you were
1: more comfortable with crypto because a lot of people were like, "What do you mean digital currency?" I, right. Exactly. That so you know good I, and bad. Because
0: people tell me I bought six shares of it. I'm like,
1: that's not how. Yeah, I you just bought even, six. I, yeah. I, so, yeah, but, you know, you got it. Hey,
0: but if it gets you in the door, uh, you know,
1: and, you know, and then them, they can take some classes
0: today. So Kendall, mm-hmm. this one's out to Kendall. Kendall says if it got them in the door, if that's what it took what to it get took. people off the couch and involved in any type, any aspect of trading, then so be it. So yeah. That's what know? got people in. That's what got people in. Again, people did make real money. So mm-hmm. I am not upset, mad or jealous they mm-hmm. made real money i just hope that we can i hope that these same people will take the time to actually to learn truly about what learn they're doing. to invest yeah. in cryptos and how it works
1: man because you know if you make some money by accident imagine if you you know did some research exactly exactly so yeah completely understood
0: all right so i guess that's that's our little crypto i don't even remember where crypto i was rant. going oh we're yeah. talking about diversifying
1: yeah diversifying you your bonds to, okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna stop saying that no that's <laughs> we talked about
0: diversifying so yeah. um what else about diversifying so um
1: so we went over stock we went over crypto um i know bullion is bullion, is, is yes. your favorite
0: well we always where talk I just about got bullion when i'm on anyway yeah got my start got my started got my starts. <laughs> yeah um i like it because other than land that's the only investment that goes Back further than um, bullion. Yeah. Gold and silver, the only thing that is more consistent and has been around as long as gold or silver has been land. Mm -hmm. And how ironic. Gold and silver is a byproduct of land. land. So (laughs) they are both natural resources. All of those are natural resources, so... I'm still going to stick with gold and silver. I don't care. At the end of the
1: day, it's tangible.
0: It's tangible. Mm-hmm. It has never lost its value. It has gone up and down in value, but it has never... The website for gold has never disappeared. And even <laughs> if it did, it didn't matter because I go to a different website. Gold yeah. is a natural element right? on the elements chart. So it will always be there well, until we run out of it. Well, we won't, We'll run out of silver before we run out of gold. But anyway, unless you're studying... Bullion, you don't know that. It's actually...
1: Yeah, because gold came from a meteor, right? Or something like that?
0: (sighs) No, gold is coming out the ground now. I I don't know. Oh, gold
1: came out the ground. Yeah,
0: gold is uh, mine. I
1: know one of our precious... No, it's mine. Well, it's it's deep in the ground, but I know one of our precious metals, I really thought it was gold, came from a, a meteor shower, like...
0: Well, gold is in more abundance than silver. And that's Mm. the funny
1: thing. I must say, wow, and silver is less. Gold
0: has all the value because we give it all the value. Mm -hmm. Silver actually is. The more um, rare. Yeah, it's more rare. And it's, you know, it may or may not run out. I don't know. But it's definitely more rare than gold. It's easier to find and mine for gold than it is for silver. So the values are Mm. actually
1: That's interesting.
0: I know. But unless you're in a gold and silver group or been studying it, you don't really know that.
1: Yeah, because you know you see gold. Gold is number one. The gold standard. Yeah. Gold medal. You and know. Platinum, so platinum really...
0: is more than gold. Yeah, platinum is. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So gold yeah, look into silver.
1: look into bullion if mm-hmm. you know if you want something that's more tangible that you can touch that you feel more comfortable with. You know, I know we're in the digital crossroads where people are like, ah, oh, if I. And mom on the computer, I'm good. But then we have another generation. It's like if I can't touch it, I don't believe in it. So you know,
0: stuff out for both of you. When fiat really disappears, Mm because I I, I don't know for sure in my lifetime, but I'm pretty confident at this point, fiat dollars will disappear. They're going to go away. Yeah, eventually. They're harder to track. Uh, The Federal Reserve can say anything they want to about the value the value and it's who what criminals are using
1: Well, criminals are always going to find a way
0: what criminals will find a way but using fiat is the best and the easiest way to have criminal behavior because like we said a long time ago nobody reads serial numbers on their bills you give me a $10 bill right now. I couldn't tell you what letter it started with. I don't know the last <laughs> digit in the serial yeah. number. I don't even really remember what they mean. I do mm-hmm. know that it means that it was minted this place or that place or whatever. But I don't really care. You give me the 10 Within 10 minutes, I've gone to the grocery store and I've spent it. And I, I could not reclaim it. All right. And the Federal Reserve has no idea that you gave me the 10 and I spent the $10 someplace. They just know it's
1: out there somewhere. Yeah, it's out there. That's all. Yeah.
0: So... um, if that is one of your fears or if you feel better with tangible currency, then go ahead and start collecting a little bit of gold and silver mm-hmm. um, because it's tangible. It'll already be there and you, know, you, can, you can buy minted bullion. There, are, there is bullion that is still minted by the Federal Reserve. Right. You pay a little bit more premium for that minted um, currency or you can just buy raw silver in a circle that looks like a coin in a bar whatever right but they all have the same value just when you get it minted it's been certified by the federal reserve or whoever so you pay extra all right exactly so that is anything else we need to do with diversification
1: um i think we went over the main ways of diversifying
0: and then if you want to get into the high-end stuff you have of course you always have real estate mm-hmm. real estate can't always be for the beginner. That's a lot more expensive to get started with versus the other ways. But if you can acquire some land, whether it's got a building on it or it's raw land or commercial land, do what you can. I always, I always, uh, encourage that. So let's get to budgeting quickly again. Mm -hmm. Um, that is
1: hand in hand a little bit, diversifying Mm -hmm. and budgeting.
0: Diversifying. Yep. So. Budgeting is a hard one for most people, even mm. myself. Um, you know, you got to know how much you have, how much is coming in, and how much is going out.
1: How much is coming in is, all, is always the trickiest one. Because you know how much you're supposed to have. But, you know, what if your job messed up your hours or, you know, I think how is much like, is
0: going out is the harder.
1: mm Okay.
0: I think people know overall, because when somebody owes you money, you kind of remember they owe you money.
1: Oh, yeah. Even when
0: they short you hours, you're like, hey, my check is short. Right. People tend to be able to realize how much they're missing, how much is owed to them. Well, I don't think. But where it disappears is the problem.
1: I see what you mean. Because where I was going with that, it was more of like, you know what you're supposed to have come in. Mm Mm-hmm. And if something happens to what's supposed to come in on that day, it's going to come in eventually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if it don't come in on the day you think it's or, you, or you're expecting it to come in, mm-hmm. those a lot of things off. Yeah. For a lot of Now,
0: that's of called your reserves.
1: Yeah. And that's where.
0: That's even in budgeting. You're supposed to, you know, there's pay yourself first. You always mm-hmm. hear to pay yourself per- first and save 10 percent, 20 percent, whatever, you know, your number is. Right that's where those reserves come in when you have an off week or an off month or something does not get reimbursed or paid to you on time. So mm. in your budget, you should have that. It should right. be paid. You should be paying yourself first, technically.
1: So savings first, then we yeah. figure about, figure out everything else. Yes. And what do you say to people? Cause, um, I usually don't quote television when I'm on here with you, but I was watching Atlanta the other day.
0: That show,
1: Atlanta? Mm hmm. Uh, Donald Glover show. Mm hmm. And they said something on that show that I was like, damn, that's a good point. Uh, people, uh, Donald Glover's character needed money for a bill or something like that. One of his friends was like, I can help you flip it. I got you. Give me $200. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And it is all legal stuff. It wasn't like, right. you know, he was selling drugs or anything like that. And then at the end of the, or, Towards the middle of the episode, he was like, "Okay, so where's the money?" He's like, "Dude, I'm we're flipping it. It's, you're not gonna get it for like another month." Uh-huh. And he was like, "Well, Darius, poor people can't afford to flip that money or invest. I can't afford to invest. I don't know what I'm eating today." And let me not say investing, but a lot of people even look at that in their savings. They look at that as like, "Oh, I can't put this away because I got to eat right now or I got to pay X, Y, and Z." What do you say to people like that? How do you how do you break that mold or get that mentality? Shifted.
0: Oh, so you know, and I'm not making light of it because some people are literally living
1: paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck.
0: Every single dime is spent at the end. There's only two ways to combat that. Mm. You're either going to have to bring in more income, or you're going to have to cut back living expenses. You know that that's that's only there's only two ways. You either got to bring in more, so you have a little extra to to invest with or save, or you need to cut back on some of the stuff. And we've talked about the cutbacks before. I know, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have cable TV at my house somewhat for the cutback because I just thought it was just a waste of money. When we, you know, my daughter actually would probably watch TV all day long. If I let her, I don't (laughs) hardly ever get to watch it ever. So for me to give them a hundred dollars a month on, Literally, I, you know what was my little show I liked? Um, the one about the oil in South and and uh, um, where was she in? New Orleans, Sugar Sh- Queen, Sugar.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. You get, know yeah, that yeah.
0: was my little show was Queen Sugar, mm-hmm. and that's not well. That is on cable cable channel, so I still don't want to pay a hundred dollars a month to watch Queen Sugar, which has only got eight i think they do eight shows in a season or something like that eight or nine shows so for nine weeks i'm paying a hundred dollars a month to see that one show to me that wasn't smart that wasn't a smart use of my money so cutting back cable for me no big deal at all right. i can survive with a 1599 netflix which i i get netflix free from t-mobile but oh yeah yeah there's ways to even get around other that. but yeah. you know cutbacks So maybe you are not getting your nails done every week. And we're talking people living check to check. So if you're living Mm -hmm. check to check, I hope you're you're not not getting getting nails nails done every week. If you're living check to check, dude, I hope you're not buying shots every Friday night. You know, I hear alcohol is really expensive in the clubs or wherever else. I don't really drink. I have no idea how much it costs, but this is what I hear. Mm -hmm. So for those living check to check that are telling me they have no money to invest, I do not want to see $300 weaves. I do not want to see your <laughs> hair and nails done all the freaking time. Yeah. Unless you're doing them at home. If you're doing them yeah, at home, I mean, great. If you can
1: take care of them. You can take but, care you know, of
0: them. But you know,
1: you know, bottle up.
0: service at the clubs and all this stuff. You're just wasteful. You're not budgeting properly and you're wasteful. And, you know, you are where you are because that's how you're living your life. Right. So that's what I say. You either have to bring in more income or you have to cut back. One or the other. And if you um you know, you have to focus on doing one. I don't I don't know how else to say it. Mm-hmm. Unless you get some, you know, the what's-the-name checks. What were these checks called? They sent out the stimulus, stimulus? checks. Yeah. I haven't well, heard them talk big... about those anymore. But if you already checked a check, you may need to spend that, too.
1: Well, I know we we can definitely agree that there are a lot of people who just um, look for the excuse as to why yeah. X, Y, and Z has happened. But there are a good amount of people who still, you know, genuinely feel like, man, I got... I got two kids. I got to pay X, you Y, and Z. To, and then, you you know? have to
0: write it out. Mm. You the the only way to really know where you're spending is to write it out. So I have a full budget uh, s- spreadsheet that mm-hmm. I have that I use with people. And you put you write down every single day what you spend. There's a there's a column for every or well, there's a column for every day of the month. And then there's a row with all the categories and you literally have to record even down to a pack of bubble gum. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are just gotta have bubble gum like the Starbucks coffee every single day. You write down every single purchase every single day so you can see how much money is being spent by the category or by the day. Because maybe you spend more on weekends and less during the week or vice versa. Exactly. But you write it all down and that's the only way you're going to truly know. I mean, and I'm not saying that you are frivolous frivolous with spending your money, you may really be check to check. Yeah, I mean, but you it's, look a, up. it's good to see where the stuff is going, and you handle your your debt the same way. Mm. Wanna, so when ahead, the credit best. card bills come or whatever type of bill you have, and you pay that one. We'll especially say credit card bill mm-hmm. because that can have a rolling balance. So you see the balance right now is five thousand. You make a two hundred dollar payment, and then you throw the bill away. Kind of mentally in your mind, you know you still owe forty eight hundred until you write it down and make a plan how you're going to pay it off and you write all those debts in one place because you have yeah. three credit card bills, they come in three separate envelopes. So you know this one, you owe this, this, but you don't really know how much they are in total. In total, yeah. Because you haven't written them down. So these things you have to just write them down to come up with a plan.
1: Another good thing uh, one of my old friends told me before I even really was financially literate, so one of the first steps was just, Print out your uh, bank account statements.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We were going over. She said, Look how much money you spent on food. Yeah. Cut yeah. that in half, and that's your grocery budget. <laughs> and it worked. I cut that in half. I started cooking more. You know, just little, little stuff like that.
0: Me and this child of mine, mm-hmm. we were eating out a lot, especially when she was going to school. You know, she's been home for over a year now. Mm-hmm. But, um, You know, when she was going to school, I had a long commute every day. Drop her off at school, drive all the way to my office, be at work, drive back from the office, back to pick her up all the way home. It was like an hour and a half commute each way every day. Mm. So three hours of driving. It's very hard to cook breakfast and dinner when you're commuting three hours. So we ate out a lot. And yeah, just being here, we eat out less. Right. Um, Now we have specific days. So pretty much Friday nights we eat out. You know, we'll eat out one, at least one, maybe two meals on the weekend, a lunch or a dinner or something like that. But mostly during the week, we eat at home now because we're mm. here and we don't have no reason to not <laughs> cook at the house. So, um, yeah, food is food is one that catches people and people don't realize it. Yeah. You eat out every so day for to lunch. To yeah. Well, like I'm at spend work. Spend ten
1: dollars every now and then. Yeah. And you don't even realize you just, you know, for a lot of people. And this is not uh, yeah. salary shaming. A lot of people, ten dollars is an hour worth of they work. Yeah. And sometimes, if you look at it that way, like, oh, dang, I just spent twenty dollars on this meal. Yeah. That's two hours worth of my, you know, the time that I just left. Little things like that and you, can don't t- put you know put things into perspective.
0: You eat out five days a week while you're at work. That's hundred mm-hmm. bucks at twenty dollars. Right. There's your investment money. So you buy fifty dollars worth of groceries, seventy five dollars worth of groceries. There's your hundred twenty five dollars right there to yeah. get started. All right, so I said this would be a short episode. Last but not least, I will mention, um, it looks like we may be starting to come out of COVID here. Mm-hmm. They're starting to open up things. People have gotten their vaccinations and now you can start doing a little bit of things. But what I also see is they are starting to roll us into the next crisis, <laughs> which mm-hmm. just, oh man, they drive me crazy with this. This fear-mongering and rush and it's an emergency. okay. Uh, my goal again is to be financially free, physically mm-hmm. free spiritually free, emotionally free I right. do, we can't live in crisis mode all the time, Yeah, that's what they want us to do, they want us to live in crisis, panic, emergency mode because they make a lot more money we make poor decisions when you're yeah. stressed and panicking um, when you think stuff is an emergency, you do things maybe you wouldn't have done had you planned out for it, planned in advance um me personally, I think this is all partially a big cover. We already know they're bringing in digital currency. So mm-hmm. we know COVID, honestly, for me, was the cover to bring in digital currency. But um, also now they're trying to cover for the inflation rate that they've been lying about for the last couple years. So inflation is up. And I guess they're going to bring it in with all these crisis management. So we're in Atlanta and, you know, all along, I guess, the Southeast we had no gas. The gas line was hacked and all, all this. Yeah, that
1: was that was all over. That was all the way up from like, I want so like to
0: say, Texas to Virginia or something like that. Up, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't, I'm not buying it personally. I, I'm sure it was hacked. They hack stuff all the time. But yeah. the gas didn't disappear and old school. They used oh yeah, to people and,
1: just was freaking out. Yeah, they, yeah. They,
0: all the going crazy over the gas and all. It's kind of ridiculous. Then they made the announcement about the chicken wings the very next day chicken wings something oh, yeah, chicken to, shortage yeah yeah the chicken shortage then you would not chick-fil-a talked about the sauces and uh, people kind of laughed about the chick-fil-a sauces but so <laughs> yeah. I, we're rolling now into this new crisis mode where everything is going to be shorted or low and so when that happens they're able to drive prices up which to me is going to be the cover for driving prices up because they have to because the dollar value is falling Mm. That is just my I knew inflation was coming. I've been talking about it for a long time, but I didn't know how they would usher it in. Um, so I think that's what they do. So you, you guys know I go to South Africa quite often. <laughs> yes. And so going back and forth, the best way to, to measure your own currency is from another currency. Right. And so every time I go visit South Africa, the rand to the dollar is something to something. On the lowest end I went, I think one visit it, when I got there while I was there was 12 to one. So 12 mm. ran to one dollar. Um, or not the lowest. That would be the, actually the highest. Yeah, that, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm saying it backwards. Um, I checked yesterday just to kind of keep tabs on the dollar again. And it mm. was 17 to one. So 17 ran to the dollar, which means either the dollar is... Sinking. Wait, I'm, I keep saying it backwards.
1: Yeah. So if if it's seventeen <laughs> to one, that means the dollar, dollar has gained value at least in that country. Um. So was it seven, The highest you seen was seventeen right. to one, the and now you checked and it's twelve to one. So this loss. So see, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I'm kind of I'm getting myself confused. But anyway, I am able to measure. The value of the dollar by comparing it to the currency, another, another country, currency, yeah. foreign currency that I use most often. Yeah. Um, that's kind that's of the, way the easiest it, yeah. way. Our prices here, we we don't have charts here that are readily available, available that says, hey, the dollar went up and down. They're there. Yeah.
1: But that
0: is not something that so America really, teaches. Really dig
1: and, yeah, you have and to, understand because some of those charts uh-huh, don't really... Uh-huh not user friendly is the word whereas when you're in
0: other countries it's on the board everywhere you go and it's usually compared to the dollar yeah (laughs) it's almost always the peso to the dollar the rand to the dollar the euro to the dollar the pound to the dollar
1: shoot some countries just use the dollar i found that out the other day some they don't even have their own currency they just use the dollar which i find kind of mind-boggling
0: it's kind of it, it kind of falsifies that our dollar is so stable because we always just have the dollar. Everything compares to the dollar. Mm. The dollar does go up and down, but because we're the the powerhouse, instead of us looking like ours goes up and down, they do the comparison for the other value goes right. up and down. Right. So anyway, so just be prepared. You know, I'm not. I am definitely not telling you to uh, go hoard. I'm not saying go wipe out the shelves. That Please is not do what not I'm saying. Put
1: gasoline in plastic and plastic bags. Don't
0: do any of that.
1: Please. That's very dumb and dangerous. Just
0: go get what you need. Yeah. Go get um just get one extra package of this, one extra package of that. Yeah. I'm not thinking stuff is gonna fly off the shelves, to be honest. If it starts flying off the shelves again like they did with gas, that's gonna be because they've have fabricated that. That's that's gonna be a man made creation. They're going to come up with some other baloney about Mm -hmm. something happened. And that's why there's a shortage. I don't really think there's going to be a real big shortage of all kinds of items. Mm -hmm. I just think when they sell it to you as there's a shortage, it gives them a right to hike the price up. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's really going to be a shortage. I think that's just the way they're going to cover it so that they can bring all these prices up. And that can be the excuse why the price of nearly everything went up. And they don't have to say that we're experiencing high inflation. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Um, I want to say congratulations to all the graduates. We are fully in graduation season right now. Everybody is graduating. I will be going to my niece and nephew, Genevieve and Cole. I will be attending their high school graduation this week next week whatever week which is why <laughs> this is a vacation, vacation episode yep. because i will be at my niece and nephew's graduation cole and genevieve congratulations guys i'm going to yes. give them a plug because i love them
1: round of applause for you all.
0: round of applause we have one <laughs> going to uh uw university of wisconsin madison for okay. my nephew cole And we've got my niece Genevieve is going to George Washington University in In, Washington D.C. I'm about to say that's in D.C. Okay, that is in D.C. So my twin babies are. Congratulations to to both of you. Yeah. Uh, Your your cousin is very concerned with you guys going to different schools. She doesn't think that you guys will be able to live without each other. But um, yeah, so. Uh, congratulations again to all the graduates the ones that are listening congratulations to the parents of graduates um i have seen all kinds of graduations i've seen a lot of doctorate degrees i've seen a lot of masters i've seen Mm -hmm. a lot of undergrads i've got my high school graduates congratulations to everybody here listening
1: yeah what you guys did in the pandemic is very very commendable graduation is always big but especially during this madness so very 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 big ups and congratulations to you all
0: and to my new babies let me not miss that there are we we got our corona babies being born out here oh, yeah. so yep. i've had a handful of baby showers and baby births so congratulations to you too and the weddings yeah. i think the weddings have really picked up again so yeah
1: so do the divorces
0: okay yes they probably <laughs> have but we're going to celebrate the weddings congratulations to I'm all of our teasing. newlyweds yeah um, all right. So that's been another episode of the Ready, Set, Free podcast. Please follow, like, subscribe, comment, share on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, where else? I think that's all that's I am every, right now. Yeah, that's now. pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Ready, Set, Free dot, com, or, dot me. Ready, yep. set, free, dot me is my website if you want to reach out to me. Check out the book. Check out the book. I've, hey, we've got the budgeting book. I've got the financial um, planner and budgeting journal. So that is always available. I haven't been pushing a lot, but I've got several of them here. If you would like to place an order for the journal as well. And um, I'm signing, like I said earlier, I'm signing people up. I've got a lot of new um, clients here. Congratulations to you. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm really flattered that you guys trust me um, to help you. And I've gotten these clients from a lot of different places. That's good. They've come in from all types of uh, speaking engagements I've had and just all kinds of places. So thank you guys very much.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Ready, set, free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. I've enjoyed having you here again this week. We will see you again next week. Have a nice vacation if you got to take a vacation. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye-bye.